I just came back from the Garden of Cosmic Speculation this weekend. What's that? A, a garden with a big hill. <laughs> that looks like, Thank you. It looks like Madonna's cone bra as a hill. Mm. But it's a, a guy called Jenks, who is quite a famous land artist, Scottish bloke, I think. Well, you, you sent us the grassy bum. Did you see the buttocks? Yeah. I I absolutely loved it. Do you know what? I actually had a discussion with someone after you sent me that picture to say that it would have been, JFK's death would have been far sexier if instead of behind the grassy knoll, it was behind the grassy buttocks. The shot came from the crevice. (laughs) It did, Craig. It did. (laughs) The problem was that people had started, like, I showed you the other side of it, people had started walking up the crevice. (laughs) On the other side, and it was a really wet weekend, and so it had got really muddy. I know how they feel after after I've had a big Friday. I'm a bit runny. It's oh fuck me! Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to gloss over that. A bit um, runny. <laughs> Liam, stop now. Um, this is probably going to be at the top of the pod. Uh, so could we share that picture? Absolutely, the buttocky picture. Yeah, I can yeah, share. Yeah, my, yeah. I can share my grassy well, buttocks not, not with the funny. world. You know, we, some of our conversation can borderline. Well, can go into surreality, but this is something that sounds like go into uh, surreality. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah and this it is, is actually sounds surreal. This is sounds surreal. Occasionally, dra- occasionally wafts into normality for a brief moment before we get back to this lunacy. That's what they do. They waft them, men. They waft. Well, shall we? Shall we begin the wafting? Let's waft, waft away. Waft away. Welcome to number 49 in the weekly episodic Ooh. audio treat that is every number one ever. Did anyone else hear a, uh, a didgeridoo? Was it one of you two? No, that was me going, Ooh. Okay. Just one. checking. No, no Rolf isn't here. In fact, if you want to do this, I will didgeridoo under it. Okay. Welcome oh. to number 49. <laughs> right now, that's not happening. That's not going to last, is it? That's been it. <laughs> Welcome to the number 49 in the episodic audio treat. That is every number one ever. For those of you still struggling with the premise of this extremely straightforward podcast. Episode zero. <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah, no, we no, have an no, episode no. zero, don't we? Let's fucking, let's, let's, let's do this now. Imagine, if you will, a card game. Because we've done all these other, like, kind of metaphors, analogies. visual yeah. treats, analogies. Call them what you will. But we've not done the obvious one, which is a card game. Three cards are dealt at you, and one has the ability to stick or burn one's hand. That's pretty much what we do, but with songs, not cards. Three songs are given and a decision made where A, you think they're good enough to keep, or B, you burn them and get given a number two single in place and chance lady luck. Oh, it's so exciting. And it makes for a rip-roaring Sony award-winning listen. Earpiece. So all that's left to do is introduce the boys helping me finger those files in the Disney-themed corner. It's Mr. Craig And in the corner decked out in mirrored tiling, it's Dr. Liam Maloney. those bendy ones you get from being cute. So, 
Let's get ready to decide the fate of nine more UK number one singles. Should we name our machine? <laughs> Off not? we go. And today's machine is called 16 Bitty McLean. <laughs> Sixteen bit, Bitty McLean, and Craig begins furiously googling for Bitty McLean tunes. To me first. Um, no, I'm not going to be that much of an asshole. We are going to go. Who are we going to go? We are going to go with Matthew first this week. Let's begin. Good morning. So let's see what was worth getting me out of a bath. Here is unique number one. Number How do six. you smell? Oh, fucking great, mate. Dream cream, lush, all over my face. Dream I've got cream. This huge beard is masking really A yeast bad infection, I'm guessing, it's, if it's, it's from lush. It's not a yeast infection. It'd be horrible. There's no yeast infection under here. However, there is horrific skin. Oh, which my. Which is certainly being resolved. Anyway, that's all hitting the editing room floor. Uh, unique number one, number <laughs> six, one, four. Uh, a cop for this. Five weeks at number one, this one. What? In August of 1988 five weeks august 1988 just leaving that gap just in case anyone's just got like you know lightning strike thought no right any more information 16 bit me clean before we hit play i was straight in the bin not even letting you play this week matt helps when you press the right button though doesn't it Nothing on this one. Ah, we might have heard the precursoring of the bin, but I would suggest we'll be at the other side of the kitchen once you Ooh, hit play. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Jazz. Oh, absolutely. Oh, is Liam going on one? Is going on one? It's fucking quality, this, isn't it? Isn't it? I remember. And so what did you say? 88? 88. 88. I, that doesn't ring true with my memory. So, so I was where, born, where's your memory put in it? I was born 85, right? And oh, I yeah. don't think I was like two, three when this came out. You'd, you'd have been three, wouldn't you? Yeah, I remember going to Beavers. What the fuck? Oh, right. <laughs> Make your own joke here. No, do you um, know what? I just completely forgot Beavers was actually a thing. And I thought, what club was he going to? I know he said he was three. <laughs> <laughs> a club called Beavers could not be less my demographic. <laughs> you gotta, hey, listen, you gotta work that out in life, right? Yeah, but I, th- I don't think you go that far to figure it out. I think there's like there's a few filters before you get to that. But I remember going to Beavers and racing home with my mum and dad afterwards in the car because I loved this song and it was on top of the pops. It must have recharted later or something. Please tell me that happened. I don't think so. Otherwise, my memory's fucked. Well, you know, this is this is what what's great about memory with music. You know, you, you kind of attach it to different things to a lesser extent. Like we talked about Dream the other week, that was obvious. There was a reason why, with that, people thought it was three years later. But yeah, it lies to you. You you lie to yourself, but it makes you feel comfort, so that's fine. Anyway, the song of nineteen eighty eight, Yaz and her army of Lego men take an Otis Clay cover all the way to the tay top tay tay. Uh, for five big weeks, Cold Cut produced that pop house sample heavy sound popping up into the mainstream throughout this second summer of love. 
Yaz has that voice that kind of gets caught in her throat a bit, you know what I mean? That delivery. But it's, it, in this sense, it kind of serves the song because it doesn't um, pull too much focus away from the beat and everything that's going on underneath. What is not to like? Well, let's see, shall we? Liam, we've uh, ve- we're very safe kitchen, right, aren't we? Oh, deeply, oh, f- deeply yeah. fridge in it. I'm, I, look- I'm looking at the magnets on the door as we speak. I don't think I realised this was cold cut either, because Yaz mm. did another tune with cold cut, didn't she? Yeah, she did. That's the one that's got fucking loads of samples on it. I can't remember what it's called. Big hit. I think that got top ten, but I can't. It's Doctor in the House, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, is that right? Yep. Yeah, I'll take you on that. So yeah, yeah that came. That was the precursor to this. Ah, uh, but man, did they nail it with this? Have you ever heard the original? Uh, the only way is up. Yeah, the it's Clay one. It's. Pretty, it's quite. I I find it weak sauce. Just I, I don't know if it is or not, but I'm so used to Yaz's version that it lacks something for me. But it's not a bad tune. I think when you when you're getting punched in the face with the production of that track, anything other than just getting slapped in the base by a power synthesizer, you know, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna cut the mustard. I think Craig's right there. Perhaps the Otis Clay one isn't weak sauce. I think it's just seen through the the kaleidoscopic violence of synth of the cold cut and Yaz version. It doesn't really do do much for anyone, does it? Uh, shall we move on? Indeed. Yeah, I think we're, we're all pretty think, agreed, I mean, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, before we move on, can can I... Is anyone even tempted to go on one? Um, I, I love this song, and this will be one that I'm really sad to see get binned, if it does get binned. Why are you looking at me? But there are certain things in lurking in the remaining, you know, thousand and odd tracks or whatever it might be that are uh, should not be bidden. Can I just make you guys feel I personally I think we're safe here. I hate I hate to not what is it not bury the lead on this, but I think I'm gonna put a big headline out there that, that reads safe. When I say to you we are now faced with unique number one number three two six number one in January seventy three Another one, another five weeks at number oh one for Gosh. this. All the weeks. Any more information, Bitty? <laughs> Nothing on this, but this one bangs. Turn it the fuck up. Blockbuster. Sweet. Yep. Good glam. Top glam. Yeah. Archetypal glam. Perfect. The gene genie. We'll get there, Liam. We'll get there. So. Absolute archetypal glam racket from Brian Connolly. Not that one. And his crew, a chinny chap number. Good game, good game. Written bit of bubblegum shooting the starting pistol on a period of time that... If you weren't wearing a mirrored hat, your grand's blusher and a pair of sick-coloured dungaree flares on top of the pops, then you weren't going anywhere. Another five-weeker. Criminally, the sweet's only number one, even though it was sandwiched between two stellar singles, that being Wigwam Bam and Ballroom Blitz. Wow. Ballroom Blitz has a chance because it's a number two, but that's it. The timpani break in this is fucking genius. And as Liam mentioned, plagiaristic sidebar. 
There is no beef between Bowie and the Sweet, <laughs> even though Gene Genie came out the month before this and sounded pretty much identical. The sim- similarity is down to the fact they both ripped off the same Muddy Waters song. <laughs> and completely agree. Right. Uh, apparently written very, very similar times. And But uh, what are the chances, eh? Was Gene Genie a number one? Um, I don't think it was, actually. Bowie doesn't no, get that many it? number ones. No. 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 Not many chances for me to burn that one to the ground. Space Oddity... <laughs> Ashes to Ashes, Let's Dance, We Don't Mention Dancing in the Street, and Under Pressure. Craig, what's your view on The Sweet? I love The Sweet. I think they're great. I think they are the perfect glam pop band. I think it's hard to find a sweet song that's not enjoyable. Do, does this hit your sweet spot, Craig? Liam, 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 help. help. No, I'm not getting involved. Okay, what, what's your view? Are, are you aware of this song? Um, vaguely, but I mean very vaguely. It sort of sits Is it in the because of... it was used to advertise Black and Decker's handheld vacuum cleaner dust buster in the night? I don't believe so, but okay. Duster, duster, dust buster. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> That's just not, come from I nowhere. Would imagine in fact, that, that, might, that might be a do you remember this right? I'm not sure if that exists. I would imagine the, uh, the video rental chain probably had this licensed for a time. I, I don't know. I just, I just tripped up. Oh, yeah. Don't don't ask me questions. I won't ask it. Well, I will ask you one question. Does this devalue our beef jazz? <laughs> Sorry, does, jazz. does it beef jazz? jazz. What sort of beef jazz? Does it beef jazz? <laughs> you know what? I don't think so. I think this is a, as you know. I'm not one for glam rock at all, but really? this is absolutely fine. Absolutely. So fun. Even Bowie's glam leaves me quite cold. Mm. But this is. Strong. This is as good as it's gonna get, I think, in terms of glam rock. Yes, agreed. And that's as good. As, that's the best thing I can say for it. And it doesn't offend at all. Mm. Um, it doesn't thrill, but it certainly doesn't offend. Um, yeah, I'm fine with it. Aliens dropping from the sky. Say, what is this glam rock? And you've got one song to to play them. I think you played them something like this, if not this. Fair. Yeah, that's that's as good a a, a descriptor as any. Yeah. So I'm pretty much fridge. Craig, fridge. Fridge. Liam, fridge adjacent. Very much so. In fact, in the fridge. Wow. Suffocating as we speak. Okay, well, let's see if number three can dent any of that. Unique number, uh, number 175. Ooh. August, August 58. Oof. Okay. Five weeks again. Oh, God, you're a five-weeker this week. Yeah, so it's 15 weeks I've taken out here, mate. Excellent work. Bitty. What else on this? A rarity. Mm. One hit wonder. In 58, though, like, that doesn't bode well, does it? No, it it doesn't, does it? Shall we see, though? Shall we see if one snuck through? I don't hate it. It's cute. It's fucking shit, mate. No, <laughs> no it's nothing, cute. Nothing to see it. Nothing to see this it. Is the, this is the sort of tune that you would get in like a really violent or sinister scene in like a David Lynch film and that tune would be yeah, on top because, of it. Because it's juxtaposed violence to this pish. 
Um, bottom of the barrel, 50s fair with added school percussion trolley. The twins, the only male siblings to have a one-hit wonder, by the way. There's a fact. Uh, the twins themselves God. look like they suffer... How many qualifications did you need for that? The twins themselves look like they suffer from a congenital defect, and the song sounds that way too. But this oh. is the essence of St. John, isn't it, boys? Let's be honest. St. John. Yeah. They're getting dragged in in the wake of the other Liam, drag, drag up a picture of... Oh, by the way... I, They're I, looking at me as I play it, uh, yeah. By the way, sorry for your listeners. The, the, the information does flash up to us three. It's, uh, this is the Callin or Kalin twins with when. 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 Um, I can see them and they have a kind of... They both have a glassy-eyed stare that is both oh. rosing and sinister. And the, and the one on the right, if you look at it, the same picture as I am, has got FOD plus one. Yeah. Deaf. Someone yeah. turned the FOD volume up. <laughs> um, but I, we can say these are in, can't we, boys? Like, if, if we're going to drag in some 50s pap, that's not bad 50s pap. Can I just say, um, from the socials, uh, we've had a call that perhaps we can use different words now for St. John, St. John, because obviously St. John happened in the, the 20 episodes, the so one of the 20s there. We Ghost Town dragged in two, so it's kind of like the flip. Wow. So we can call, when, when a song drags in two other songs, uh, so it's kind of like reverse St. John, we could say it's been ghosted in. It's, it's, been, it's been ghosted in. Oh, okay. uh, in this case, I mean, like, I don't think we can do with anything with Kaylin Twins, so yeah, let's keep with St. John, but let it go in, let it be three, let it go in. Oh, nice start to the show. That's Indeed. a decent. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, right, let's move on to our next victim, which is gonna be me. Hey. So my first unique number one is unique number one six hundred and forty-three. It was first. Number one on the 3rd of March, 1990. Um, and it was number one for four whole weeks. So it could be all right. But we've always said that the 1990s is sort of the back end of the 80s, you know, 1990, 91, somewhere around there. Let's ask old um, 16-bit. No. Um, that being said, if you don't get this within the first second, Ooh, challenge. I would be surprised. Oh, dub be good to me. Absolutely, dub be good to me. Beats international. Should we let it at least? Yeah, give give us the fucking baseline. Hot jam. Hot jam indeed, Mister Low. Hot jam indeed. What's the baseline from? Uh, Guns of Brixton, Clash, off London calling. Lately, and the vocalist from SOS band just be good to me. Um, this is obviously Norman Cook in one of his many, many yeah. guises, but I think I've come up with the Norman Cook theory. Right, Norman Cook has a lot of number ones, but he can only ever have one number one per project. No, oh, okay, so, okay. House let Martins. me show you my working then. Caravan um, House Martins, Caravan of Love. Yeah, this as dub uh, as Beats International. Sorry, Fatboy Slim got what? Crazy was number one. He got another one as Norman Cook. Did he? As a remix. Oh, right. Did Freak Power get to number one? He got to number three. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, no shame. Because it's a tune as well. It was. He got um, Brimful of Asher. Oh, right. The oh, remix yeah. of Brimful yeah. of Asher is number one. But yeah, he only seems to manage one number one per outfit. 
But Only if you are going to get a number, number ones, one, what a what a travesty! I know, waste of time, and like just just sitting on his laurels. Um, but if you are going to have a number one, surely this kind of stoner, chill out, ravey post summer, second summer of love kind of anthem is the one you want. And I don't think I, I think this one is kind of. I'm going to say this transcends genre. Or transcends scene, I think, this tune. I don't know anyone who actively dislikes it. Craig, please tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> was that a not wrong? That's a not that wrong. was a not wrong. You are not wrong. You know, this is great. I mean, uh, as as one of the last defenders of uh, Mr. Cook, in all his various guises, uh, I have no problem with this. This is great. It is. It's wonderful, isn't it? it like, it was, like, Plaintive and sing-alongy, and Matt, you don't look convinced. I have absolutely nothing to add. This is brilliant. I'm just enjoying hearing you guys talk about a song that I really like. I was thinking the word that jumped to mind when you were describing it is a word that usually we used as uh, uh, to throw shade at something, which is it's wonderfully inoffensive. But it's inoffensive because it ticks every box, as you say. There was a brilliant sound that permeated a lot of dance music, burgeoning dance music, whether that be house, whether that be like kind of some like kind of instrumental hip hop at the time, where there wasn't much happening. There was a minimal, a, a genuine warm, minimal sound. Early Saint Etienne. Yeah. Um, this is this is a great example. Some things off three feet high and rising. Yeah. With I know that's all sample driven, but you know, it's just real good it's- feels. All of that stuff, though, is really sample-driven that you're talking yeah. about. It was, you know, like Akai yeah. S900s at the time. Everyone was absolutely rave, raving about them and going mad at it. And why is that? So the sampler was the star at that moment in time. So you were that excited to be sampling something. You didn't want to build up on that sample because you were just that excited you were sampling something. So There wasn't much room left in your sampler's no. <laughs> memory either, so you could only get about three three seconds out of it. But I just think it's fabulous, and it's it's and because of that, it's quite exciting. Still, the samples are really well chosen. The Very. baseline of Guns of Brixton is is great, and here here's one that I might get charged at, uh, not by you guys, but by Clash fans. I prefer it in this song than I do in its original guys. I, I'll agree with you there. Actually, yeah. it's not a very good song. Guns of, <gasps> good, no, 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 no. Guns of Brixton needs to exist and is a good song because it it vibes and it it moved into this. This Fair. justifies I, I, Guns of Brixton. Yeah. The other thing that I always find weird about this tune is, and, and I don't think people clock it, but I always think it's quite sort of like baggy adjacent. Yeah. Well, like Manchester baggy adjacent. There's, there's a couple. I'm not saying this. What's the? Um, oh God, Groovers in the Heart is a similar kind of. Thread, oh yeah, that kind of. Isn't yeah, it? okay. I but that's, 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 I know that's more like kind of sixties kind of book sixties baggy. This it's there a, is a link though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But either way, are we are we kind of content with? Fuck um, me, this is strong, man. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's crack on then, and we're going to jump forward 11 years, and we're going to go to unique number one, 895. It was first number one on the 14th of April, 2001, for two weeks. Bitty, can you throw some facts my way? Give your meat a good old rub. Oh, spicy meat. That means we are opening the spice rack, ladies Yay. and jelly spoons. Um... 
Any guesses on um, which spice it will be? Uh, just... I will give you a clue. It's the one of the ones who got a number one as a solo artist. Uh, so right, that right. excludes Victoria. Right, I'm going I'm to go. Shall we go? What, what do you reckon? Shall we both? Shall we have a chat, Craig? We, we've not had an Emma yeah. Bunton yet. We, we've not had a Bunton, but we've not had uh, a Mel B, have we yet? All oh, right. Go on. What should we she go did for? word up, didn't yeah, she, she, Mel did. B? She did. Yeah. I don't I, know if I, I got a number one, though. What was the date again, Liam? 2001, April 2001. Right. The one that immediately just jumped into my head, apropos of nothing there, Craig, was Emma Bunton's cover of... Go for it. Let's do that. Let's do that, then. Let's go with Bunton. Bunton. I didn't know this was her. I was aware of the song, but I forgot it was Baby. What took you so long? What took you all night? I... I'm going to jump in. Right. I have a, a playlist that features songs like um, Here's Where the Story Ends by Tintin Out. Um, what else is on it? Um, so, uh, Torn by Natalie Umbrulia, um, Locked Out, Say What You Want by Texas, and it's my rainy day okay, pop no. playlist. I was waiting that. I was waiting for that because the first thing when you played this and I was singing, I went onto the chorus in my head and I was like, this, oh, it smells Texas, this, doesn't it? It's really Texas. So I'm glad Texas is on your playlist because, yeah. yeah. And it, it's just archetypal. Again, to use that word that you've brought into the, the fray, inoffensive, soft pop rock. Well, this is inoffensive for me in a more smelly way. Fiona Apple's not inoffensive. Fiona Apple offended and still offends a lot. <laughs> I know about people. four people who've just thrown their this device is, across this the room. Is, you, know, like, you know, like <laughs> Travis uh, inoffensive. Yeah. Brown, the colour brown is inoffensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, margarine is inoffensive. We have vegan block these days. Uh, we, well, we don't have vegan block, though. We have uh, olive-based spread. Oh, just lard um, for me, just slathering that <laughs> shit on. <laughs> anyway, this yeah. doesn't damage Beats International, but it doesn't really... It, it's oh. It's... It's like it's all right. It's it, but it's like we've, really we've, all right. We've got to get my favourite spice in. I I was was she your favourite? Was she, she was my favourite. Did you have her on your wall when you were a teenager? Oh yes. Yeah. A poster of, of Emma Bunton. Matt just going no. <laughs> we can't. Matt, we Matt can't. Talk, no, the... I can, we can't. I've realised. I we can't talk about this. No. Well, because we're just gonna get into. Which one would you like to And that is, it's not, you can't do that anymore. Simon Fuller, mainly. Um, so, <laughs> with Crisco. Um, for what he did to the world. Simon Fuller with Crisco. Hello, episode title. How <laughs> <laughs> to instantly get killed off Spotify. I, I really rate this tune. I think this is a, re- it, it's almost like Greg Alexander-esque for me, this tune. Wannabe, um, wants to be that. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. That's not a bad thing to aspire to, though. It's throwaway um, pop of the early noughties. It's fine. But if we're look, if we're kind of plowing the furrow of you know two thousand and one, etc., with its grassy buttocks, um, <laughs> um, if we're plowing that furrow, I think this is a 
good moment from that quite fallow period. Yeah. It's fine. I, I, it is. I, I think, Liam, everything you said was valid, but I, I honestly think we've probably we've probably ploughed about 500 words more than was needed here. Very well. In that case, then, let's move off and go on to unique number one, 277. First number one on, what's nine? September. September. First number one on the 20th of September, 1969. Oh, A good year. Yeah, vintage. The summer of 69. And it was number one for three weeks. If we're at kind of um, 69, this is probably a great example of something from that period. It's not the most obvious one, but it's something that really works, you know, if you want to be, I don't know, living on a, a commune somewhere. <laughs> oh. Uh, Bad Moon Rising. Bad Moon Rising by Credence. The best version of this from the American Werewolf in London soundtrack that features about 20 different versions of this song. I mean, the original. Is it the original? No, no, it's not. It was written by, uh, what's his name? Lead singer oh, Fogarty. Oh. Well, Mr. Great. Mr. Credence. Uh, yeah, no, John yeah, Fogarty. Mr. I feel the moon rising. It's great. I think it's awesome. I, I love the album cover art for it. I think it's. I know that's not a reason to put this in, but it's kind of really evocative of the period. It's nothing that I can get annoyed at. It's just fucking great, kind of country esque Americana rock from the late sixties. I'm surprised this got to number one in the UK. I am. I'll be. I am. I, I was trying to disguise that a little bit. I genuinely didn't know CCR had any pull in this country. No, I, I I imagine them like hovering around the mid thirties. I do not see them ever getting the Bad Moon Rising. Oh, do you know what the preceding Creedence single was before this? Proud Mary. Proud Mary. It's a fucking yes. run in it. Yeah, to be fair, and before that they did a version of "I Put a Spell on You" by Screaming Jay. Yeah. Like yeah, um, I. This is an easy keep across the board, surely, boys, Matthew. Yeah. Mr. Lowe? No, it's going in the bin. Yeah, of course it's an easy key. <laughs> I don't know. This, there might be something about this track particularly that maybe really yeah, won't This, jump. I this know. song killed my nan. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for a, a unana key, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, I'll, I'll be straight with you. Let me put this out. I don't think the every number one ever ever ombudsman is going to step in here and say that we're not doing our job. I mean, what what more do you want us to say? It's Bad Moon Rising by Credence. We've already talked loads about a you know a fine slash forgettable Emma Bunton single, and the top one was Beats International. Walk him in. I think a unana keep is justified there, and that means we are going to wrap up with Mister. We're going to wrap Lowe. up. Craig's got three great ones as well. These are all going in, aren't they, Craig? <laughs> My first number one this week is unique. Number one, number 365. Before we go any further, 16, Bitty McLean, here I stand waiting for facts. <laughs> it's been... <laughs> and one weeker. This, this is a one-week wonder from the 25th of January in the year of our Lord, 1970. Five. Uh, I'll be honest. I've heard this song before. If you ask me to sing it to you now, 
I couldn't sing it. Who who will know this? If, out of three of us, I think Liam's got the best shot. Right. So press play. Oh, um, is it the Times? It is the Times. With Miss Grace. With Miss Grace. Not a clue. Nope. You might know when it kicks in. Chris, go it up, me mate. Has anyone ever said that to you before, Liam? <laughs> Nightly. <laughs> oh, Piccadilly. Bloody 261. It's not who you're making me live, though, I it, promise you. Yeah, this is Piccadilly 261-tastic, isn't yeah. it? Forgotten soul pap of the mid-70s. We couldn't get on Motown. So here we are, boys, with our one our one tart topper. Oh, listen. Oh, please say chart topper. I can't keep you saying tart topper on. Tart topper. Chart topper. <laughs> um, Craig's just said Motown-y nearly was type thing. Could this be considered, would this go down well at a northern night? It's maybe a little bit on the soft side for Northern, right. not far off, okay. but a little bit soft. And I also for think it's fair too popular since it's a number one to ever be on a Northern side. <laughs> All right, it's not. If an you've obs- heard of it, we won't play it. Side white label. <laughs> Shit, thrown at Northern Soul Nights. So, what's your view on this, Craig? When you I listen mean, to... Uh, to to use the words, it's fine. I mean, it really. I mean, it's 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 just a bit. It's not just a bit meh. It it's got it's got no balls to it whatsoever. It's just a bit sort of croonery, and you look at the picture of the Times, which is spelt with a Y. They look the balls, mate. They look the it's, balls. It, it look it looks like a it looks like Cab Calloway for it does seventy percent of the band. I'll be honest with you. It does. <laughs> um, do you know? I'll be honest with you. It looks like an AI. Driven foe, oh, Jesus Christ, Craig. I mean, you're looking at the right. Are we looking at like the kind of picture the where wiki- they stood in a, a clock? Yeah, the Wikipedia page. Yeah, the Wikipedia Fucking one. Top left. What's happening there? <laughs> oh my oh, God. God. That oh is my real. God. I don't think I want it to go in now. Uh, <laughs> they've been going. They've been going since '56. Yeah, still going with the two surviving members. Get out of it's, it. It's, it! It's a four top situation where all the talented ones are dead. But it's uh, a four top situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, they had one other number one in the states, which wasn't this one. So take out what you will, and rightfully forgotten, I think at this point, relegated to. Track 17 on a three-disc compilation of Forgotten Probably. 70s Soul, where you're just like, you get to disc three, you're a bit bored at this point. It's like, oh, yeah, this one. Skip. It would get me moving around the kitchen, this, though. And I don't mean our metaphorical kitchen. I mean an actual yeah. kitchen. I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for this tune. I've got this in my in my seven-inch. I, I was about to say, I can imagine you playing this yeah. for us, mate. Yeah, I, I think you say it's a nice bit of kind of 70s soul. A no, nice doesn't slice. offend. It is a nice slice. Fucking hell, Craig. Give us number two, will you? Yeah, number two this week is unique. And number one, number 310. This was number one for two weeks from the 5th of February in the year of our Lord, 1972. 16 Bitty McLean, dedicated to the facts I love. <laughs> 
<laughs> that intonation gets me every time. <laughs> Nada, zip. Uh, we'll discuss this later, but guess he's out the gates, boys. Tracks. Yep. Name the tracks. Telegram Sam. Telegram Sam. It is Telegram Sam, but had you answered any other T-Rex song, you probably would have been right as well. I've never heard this before. Oh, you yeah. have. You, it's the it's the drowsy drunk chorus with the cello and sax there. Telegram Sam, you're my main man. Uh, five, five seconds it, Liam. Oh, okay. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I mean... It sounds like let's, a real T-Rex tune, really, doesn't it? Re real talk for a minute. T-Rex are really boring, aren't they? They're really, really boring, and all the songs sound the same. And if Matt Boland hadn't have died, they probably wouldn't be held in as much esteem as they are That's now. a really good... No, that's, that's a good question. So I don't agree that they're really boring. I've grown to like them over time. I was very uh, T-Rex against, you know, I was more Velociraptor than T-Rex. You were more Stegosaurus than T-Rex. Stegosaurus. Steg. Yeah. Um, that, would, that would have been my band that I'd have put up against Boland. Bit of Steg. Um, Bit of Steg. But I do have a favourite Treks. But I think what is interesting about what you were saying about Boland and the canonization of him, might, you might have a point. I think he is held in a regard that I sometimes do find surprising, but I'm, I don't know. He, he's, he could only have been a Brit. T-Rex could, you know, they, they, they ooze, even though they, this is kind of like almost a mid Atlantic sound. It's very much so from this side of things. And yeah. it's, it's so deeply time and place in the seventies that I just find it quite bewitching. And my favorite treks, which is metal guru, kicks dick so there is only one good t-rex record though isn't there? what is it and don't say get it on because that's really overrated no i mean album wise it's electric warrior like they like they just pick like the stuff in the late 70s before he snuffs it is unlistenable dross like have you ever heard futuristic dragon no i, I unlistenable. i mean shit. i will and i'm not being a contrarian here but why would you bother listening to a t-rex album they are Absolutely a singles band, man. I mean, why, why even listen to a best of? Listen to the first four tracks off it and then put it back on the shelf. I'm not sure I can get behind this. <laughs> I'm going to let him go because I like it. I like him being chippy, but I'm not sure no. if I can get behind that. No, I, 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 I don't like this. And in a week where we've had the sweets fucking blockbuster, yeah. absolutely smashing glam yeah. rock out of the fucking stratosphere. Yeah. You're giving me this weak source phoned in Matt Boland forgotten. He was fake, number wasn't one. He? he was really fake. Hmm. Oh, he was, yeah, he was, a, but he was that kind of, would he have gone as far as Bowie would have? Who knows? You, you know, no. cut short. No, I mean, you've said it yourself. You don't listen to anything past about 74. Right, Craig, you're, you're, you're up in front of us here and you're you're suggesting you're pushing us as where to where to go. 
I mean, it's not hard so far this week, is it? We've got a completely forgotten soul track and we've got a lesser known T-Rex track. It couldn't possibly, possibly get any worse. My next track is unique number one, number 910. Before we go any further, 16 Bitty McLean, It Keeps Raining, Facts. It's been... Another one week. This was number one for one week from the 22nd of September in the year of our Lord, 2001. So, we're 11 days post 9-11, never forget. What was the UK listening to just over a week? Oh, no, I I know this. I wasn't... (laughs) It's not Bob the Builder, is it? Nope. But it's, it's, it's something e- like that, though, isn't equal, it? Equally as tasteless. Well done, UK charts and the music buying public. Press play. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is everybody's favourite DJ Otzi with his cover of Hey Baby, singing it from the stands of every football stadium in the country. Ooh, ah, this is prime, prime pish. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What actually is this? What's it down as? Is it, is it, no, is it Eurodance? Would it be put as Eurodance? DJ Otzi. What did he look like? Uh, he looked exactly like... Oh, he, he looks like, like a right brick. He looks yeah. like a right brick. Oh, my God. This is brilliant. He's the worst man. Look at the fucking state. I swear to God, if I bought that hat, I wouldn't be far off him, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, he's awful. He is an awful, awful man, and... This right. is an awful, awful cover of a fairly mediocre track to begin with. I have one abiding memory of this. <laughs> Was it the towers falling? Yeah, soundtrack to this. It doesn't matter what I say, though, because it's not going to beat that. No, go. No, what's your abiding memory, Liam? <clears throat> and if you're driving into Lee from Atherton, oh. and you take a left around the one-way system at Lord Street, right, there was a, a clubby pub thing behind Wilco's. What oh, was that is called? it? Oh, what Toffs was it? No, that was over Lee. Yeah, Street. that was over the Canal. That, that's, that's where I am. Right. Okay. So behind Wilco's. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Rubens. Rubens, yes. I remember being at someone's birthday party at Rubens. This came on. Everyone was having a great time. That's the first time I left a building to smoke. Oh, wow. <sighs> DJ Otzi made you smoke. Made you smoke. Yeah, made I, you smoke. <laughs> I blame that man. Um, Ooh, uh. It was so, so horrific. I would rather smoke. <laughs> Didn't did this song sample do a diddy diddy dum diddy day as well? Have I made that up? You may have made that up. Okay. You may have recorded a version what? of that as a follow up. 
Fuck me. Why would you have made that up? Where the fuck has that come from? That's just, that's come out of my brain, that. <laughs> oh, no. His follow-up single that got to number nine in the UK. Yeah, Do I Did It. Was his cover of Do I Did It. That doesn't surprise me. Which starts exactly the same. Hello, body people! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! I'm not even gonna ask. So, uh, yeah, there we go. I think no opinions needed. Straight in the bin. <laughs> oh, God. The bin's gone down the stairs. <laughs> uh, right. Just just a quick debrief. Just, just a quick just debrief a quick because one. things got difficult then. Um, <laughs> I do feel a little bit of sympathy for Mark Bowen. <laughs> Nah. And and the times and the times to be taken out by that fucking bell end, that fetid wap. It, it's kind of the opposite of um, a Sinjin or a ghost town. It's where something is yeah. so bad that it has the power to sink yeah. some other mediocre material. You got Otsid. <laughs> you got Otsid. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we I'm all know what that means. Are we, are we on you, Nana Bin Boys? No, I think there's a valid discussion to be made about keeping DG Otzi in the uh, <laughs> the music pantheon, I'll be honest with you. I think if we weren't you, Nana Bin, in, as I say, the ombudsman would, would be calling us. Um, I still think, though, there's a cucumber castle in the offing here because there were two mediocre tracks, as you say. So it wasn't three shit, it was two mediocre, one turbo dump. One steamy pile of yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do we find out? Let's do it. Your mucky dip for the week, Craig. Hello? We'll be oh, joy! Erasure! <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna be together again. I've been connected to the right line. What have I missed here? <laughs> that has bypassed me, that. It's stop Erasure. Yeah. Erasure, possibly the most underrated pop band in the world. I will take that over all three of my choices. Do you now? Do you now know how good that feels to be kicking DJ Otzi down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Vince Clark, Andy Bell, come in. Who's that guy on the stairs with blood coming out of his face? Oh no, fuck him. Come in, guys. Come in. Shall we wrap this shit up then, gentlemen? Hey, listeners, I want to know if you'll get in touch with us via the various socials that we have. (laughs) You can find us online. Get in touch at uh, Matt Slash Tossy's headphones off. He's had enough of this nonsense. Uh, Find us at uh, www.everynumberoneever.com if you head there you'll find all the links about how you want that is it we're on Facebook by searching E-N-O-E podcast we're on x.com because Elon Musk hates us for whatever time before he starts charging us at E-N-O-E podcast uh, if you fancy throwing us a few pennies away head over to patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast where you will find a plethora of, of, of 
buffet of extra treats, including bonus podcasts, uh, extra outtakes and gaffes that we made, little chuckles that we throw in for boys, <laughs> and a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. Yes, it is! This week into the Pantheon goes Jazz. Oh. Pronouncing it the Swedish way. Yes. With the only ways oh, Block Booster by the Sweet. Um, Ven by the Carlin Twins. Uh, Don't be good to me, as Norman Cook's only attempt under that name. Um, Emma Bunton, what took you so long? And Bad Moon Rising by CCCR. Um, unfortunately, though, the poor times, even with that guy's fucked up grill, um, Telegram Sam by T-Rex have both been dragged almost like Mark Bowen was himself oh, into wow. a flaming wow. disaster um, by DJ Otzi. It wasn't DJ Otzi in real life. It was, of course, Gloria Jones. Um, but they have been replaced by Erasure's Stop, something Gloria Jones should have done earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so what? I, I get I get gaffed at for I'm not, I'm not mentioning Gloria Jones driving. So I'm not Mark allowed to be a shot to no, the no, pole. But DJ Otzi and the fucking Twin Towers. <laughs> oh no. DJ Otzi and the Twin Towers. That's the worst of the Harry Potter sequels. DJ Otzi and the Twin Towers. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. Right. That DJ Otzi has stunk this fucking place out. <laughs> let's kick open the doors and let's see you next week. Liam, thank you so much. Pleasure as always. Greg, see you again. Let's hopefully our heads are back together next time we meet. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you. Where can you go from DJ Otzi? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The only way is indeed up. Ta-ra! Love you. Bye. Somewhere.